Hi, welcome to session two of the greatest all-time study about spiritual gifts in the history of the world. Big title, big topic, and we talked last time about the source of the gifts. Today, in our look at spiritual giftedness and understanding them, we're going to talk about the spirit of the gifts. We want to break down what the gifts are. So today, let's focus on the word spiritual. If they're spiritual gifts, what do we mean by that? Where does that come from? A lot of times we never take the time to even figure that out. Well, that actually comes, um, or that terminology comes from 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where Paul describes the gift. 1 Corinthians 12, 1, he says this, Now concerning spiritual gifts, brothers and sisters, I do not want you to be unaware. The word for spiritual in the Greek, which is the original language of the New Testament, as you know, is pneumatika, which actually means... Um, spirituals or spiritual manifestations or spiritual experience. Spiritual gifts are not merely an ordinary physical talent. Now, let's stop for a minute. Your physical talents, that unique mix that you have that you flesh out of things that you do and like to do, those are from God. Okay, So they are gifts from God. But we're talking about spiritual gifts here. They're a special power, as we said in our first session, to fulfill the mission that God has called you to as a follower of Christ. And so God has bestowed every follower with traits and abilities that are mental and intellectual. However, only those who put their faith in Christ have spiritual gifts. So when you meet somebody on the street and they're very talented, very gifted, and they're not a follower of Jesus, uh, those gifts, those talents, they are from God. There is no doubt about it. But the difference is, for a follower, we also get infused into our life a mix, a unique blend of giftedness that comes from God that is spiritual in nature. And so the source of our gifts is the Spirit of God, and that should excite us and make us pumped up about the life that we're supposed to live. But also, it should humble us. It should remind us that God has a special purpose for us, and He has called us to be on mission with Him. In 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3, we read these words, His divine power has given us everything required for life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by His own glory and by His own goodness. So consider this. Not only has God called you um, to a supernatural mission, but He has given you supernatural gifts or tools to accomplish that task. Now, if you think about it, that is an incredible blend of something that sets you apart from the rest of the world. The call of God that calls you to a task, but also then gives you the tools to complete that task, um, means that every one of us are to be used and can be used in the kingdom of God. A lot of people move through life thinking, well, uh, God could never do anything with me. And that's a lie that comes from Satan because it cuts against everything that we find in God's word. And the spiritual gifts that we have, I said a minute ago, should make us humble. Um, the moment that we start strutting around and taking credit for what we're doing, we're taking credit away from God. And so remembering where those gifts come from not only keep us humble, but actually enhances those gifts because when we remain humble, we're growing deeper in our faith. And as we grow deeper in our faith, uh, the ability to tap into that giftedness grows. And so 
when we think about the spirit of the gifts, uh, these gifts are spiritual in nature. That word matters. And so when we use the phrase spiritual gifts, um, you have to understand that there's a big difference. And so we're going to continue this study next time in session three as we continue breaking down and looking at the greatest uh, all-time study about spiritual gifts in the history of all humanity right here on the church 434 in motion.